Ladies and gentlemen, puns of all ages, welcome back to the Mock Racing Club podcast for another week. My name is Mitchell Cashmore, and as always, I am joined by Nick Highland. How are you, mate? Very good, very good. Hopefully you can get the slipper on this week, or definitely we'll get on this week, actually, because it's not raining at the moment. But um, yeah, very keen for this weekend. Should be a very good weekend for horse racing. It's probably one of the favourite days of the year for me, to be honest. So yeah. Yeah, excited. five group ones at Rose Hill. It's a great race day every year, albeit we're back for round two because last week's horror show of the weather caused the whole meet to be abandoned and the autumn carnival as a whole has all been pushed back a week. So make sure to uh, get onto your tickets if you've bought one. You're going to be a week later, so make sure you can still attend. Otherwise, you will need to get a refund for that. Like me, I was going to the slip-up, but now that it's been pushed back a week, I unfortunately cannot attend. Crushed. I am crushed, Nick, but but I mean, there are plenty of other people out there that are going through much serious things. Yeah, on a serious note, um, we, us at the TMRC, would like to send our thoughts and condolences and prayers out to all the people that have been affected out by the floods out across the east side of Australia, New South Wales area, not just the horse racing industry, but the thousands of families that have lost so much. We're really thinking about you right now. Um, if you're in a tough space, send us a message. We're happy to help. We're, we're just two guys, two normal guys that if someone needs a hand and anything, we'll try and help in the best of our abilities. So if you need something, just have a chat with someone. We're happy to have a chat with you. Yeah, that's for sure. We're here for you guys. If you're just down, feeling down about your situation, you need someone to talk to, we'll be there. Just send us a message. But um. Getting back to the horse racing, before we get stuck into the rundown, I just want to get your thoughts, Nick, on all of the star horses that have been retired recently. Russian Camelot is fair enough since uh, we found out he was injured and probably wasn't going to race to his best ability again, so they retired him. But uh, the likes of King Le- King's Legacy, Ole Kirk, Farnan, Fierce Impact, and most recently Anders, they've all been retired earlier, head off to stud duties. I put a poll out on our Instagram asking the followers, what they thought, and 71% of them said they weren't a fan of their favourite horses being retired early. What do you think? Yeah, it's it's interesting, to be honest. You're seeing it a lot. It's a lot more common now for horses to get... Um, Ole Kirk was probably the first one that people started to be a bit surprised about because obviously coming back into the prep for Ole Kirk just wasn't performing. So the stable decided that it would go to this off to the stud duties and get it done. So yeah, Russian Camelot, really, really sad one for me. Honestly, one of the our favorite horses that we've been following since we started getting into horse racing. So it's sad to see such a good horse that's was still had so much left to do. So unlucky, but um, that's horse racing, I guess. So it's a bit annoying, but there's not much we can do about it. We can just let the new generation come through of horses and yeah just it'll happen it'll happen yeah i feel bad for them though because these horses i feel like they have so much left to give but uh instead they've just been you know they've been targeted their first like whatever number preps and then they've decided to as soon as they've peaked send them off to the start instead of uh, letting them run out their career oh yeah i feel like some of these horses would have loved a couple of more preps at least maybe even a few more years in the race industry like you know you've got people like um people you've got horses like jungle edge that are still going around at age 10 so 
some of these horses could have definitely had another few years left in them. But uh, I guess, like you said, that is the horse racing industry. If you're not performing or if uh, the stable doesn't think they can get enough out of you, they will send you off the stud. So let's just hope that they're being taken care of and uh, they have a happy retirement. Let's hope so, for their sake. So we'll get stuck in to the Rose Hill Rundown for the second time in two weeks. As we said, best race day on the Sydney calendar. It's Golden Slipper Day. And uh, the 2021 edition shapes up to be a beauty once again, now that the rain has cleared. Uh, a week later than normal, but um, the, the track now won't be a bog like last week. I'm predicting it's going to be a soft six or seven because it was uh, a heavy nine yesterday for the um, Ranwick. So, and Rose Hill was also reporting heavy nine duties. So uh, I think they're going to be downgraded every day. So I think today it'll probably be downgraded to around a heavy eight. And so tomorrow I reckon it'll start on a soft six or seven and potentially might get downgrade, um, upgraded throughout the day. Sorry, but uh, not quite sure. We'll see. But uh, I've done all my tips on a soft six or seven rating. Uh, the rail is also out three metres and hence there could be a slight advantage for leaders the uh, big headwind that I, or tailwind, sorry, that I mentioned last week won't be the case this week either. So the only track bias that will come into effect is that small bit for the three metres rail. That's so we'll get it. stuck in. Race one, 1,200 metres. Cracking race to get it started. Uh, it's going to be moderately paced. Hollyfield and Bella Nipotina is going to roll forward. Isotope and Prague will be the ones to settle behind the leaders. And uh, Isotope is a talent horse that we all know. And I think it figures into this more now that it won't be a bog. I think uh, the only a damp track will suit it much more than a flooded track. However, again, like last week I mentioned, the 10th barrier scares me. Similarly, um, I said last week again, Private Eye, horse I'd normally be with, going for five in a row. And I've been on it for every single one of those wins and figures into it a lot more with the uh, the track no longer being flooded. But um, I think he's at the best odds you'll ever get him with these odds. But like I said, the first barrier scares me here. I think you can find value elsewhere. But um, like I said, $8 to win and $2.60 to place for private eye, great odds. You'll never get those sort of odds again for him. So I respect a bet on him. I'll be with Doubtland again. I've stuck with him after tipping him last week. Uh, ran excellently in the Coolmore stud stakes in the spring, coming fourth behind the likes of Swatsat in September run. So I'll still be with him. Price out to $8.50 and $2.80 to place. Nice each way bet to start the day, I think. So uh, sticking with Dowland. Nick? Fair enough. Um, I've had a good look through this one. So Private Eye, although it's had the wins, like I said, last week just doesn't make me confident with the form coming Beating Starla in its last race, I'm pretty sure, and Starla's not not the best horse. Like it just doesn't have the form that I think deserves. But the price that it's been listed at this week is a lot better than it was last week. Um, Isotope, another. It's definitely one of my favorite horses right now as well. But I'm just not sure how it will go because Away Game is a horse that I believe is very matched talent with it and keeps up with each other very well and away game has come down to Ramwick and ridden a couple of times and just hasn't performed down here against the better horses a bit above its age group so I'm not sure how Isotope will go here so I might stay away just to watch its first one down here and then 
hopefully he can get on for the rest of them if it has a good race. Um, I've had a good look at Prague, who I definitely think deserves to be up there, and it will be my tip for race one. Um, should be peak here and have a great run at $12 and $3.70. I think that's pretty good odds for Prague, so that'll be my tip for race one. Lovely stuff. Take us into race two, Nick. Race two, we've got a fast-paced race here. Sacramento should lead and looks to lead the whole way. Skymax, Quick Thinker, and Hush Rider should settle behind Sacramento with Salino, Roman Flowers, Raheen House at the back, and the rest will make the midfield. Sacramento is a horse that has been very good lately in, in the starts with three wins from five starts this prep and no starts out of the placing. Obvious why she's short-priced. Not sure how she'll react with a wet track it said it's going to be heavy, but like you said, that it it hasn't rained in a couple. Of, it had a little bit of sprinkle yesterday, but um, it it might start off as a bit of a heavy eight, but it should get up, upgraded to a soft seven at least or a soft six, I think. So it'll be touch and go with that. So I've gone off basing the second race to be still on the heavy track. Um. I would personally stay away from Sacramento. However, her new spell here, where she's been performing, could indicate she can get it done here. Uh, Collide, back from a spell two weeks ago, finishing third behind Sacramento and Mount Popper. However, I do like Collide up here at 2,400 metres. It's just another horse, and I'm not sure how it will go with the heavy track, if it is actually a heavy. Uh, Quick Thinker, great horse here, has... A good record in the wet with the form of third place on a heavy nine behind Probabil and Funstar, who are two of the best horses going around. D-Lane on board here, and I reckon has the ability to get it done and will be my tip for the race at $11 and $3.30. Yep, just like last week, I'm going to back you in here. Quick Thinker still reads well for me here, and I'll just correct you there. It is not D-Lane on board as it was last week. J-Mac oh. will be taking the rain here. Oh, even better. Even better. That, that's even better. So, reads well form-wise, and with J-Mac on board, you know you'll be getting an expert steer at $10 to win and $3.20 to place. Quick thinker for me. All that's right. it. Get us to race three here. Yes, sir. 1,900 metres and moderately paced with a huge field. Missy Beale and Miss Siska will be the ones to lead. She's, she, oh, sorry. She's ideal. Would, could definitely win. I'm just not a fan, especially when, I don't know why she continues to be favourite, because she continues to lose. So, um, but I'm I'm loving it because Ice Bath now gets to start. Wasn't meant to run last week, but now does. Uh, man. I love me some ice bath. Everyone on the potty should know that. Down in weight and ready to get stuck in on the soft track. I think ice bath can absolutely tear apart this field. Uh, Polly Gray is an elite wet tracker who just loves the slop, but since it won't be that sloppy, uh, touch and go on that one. I'll respect a bet, but I might not go as well now that it will probably just be a soft, not a heavy. Russian Camelot's half-brother Welsh legend doesn't mind the wet whatsoever and loves to run at Rose Hill. So $6.50 to win will be a pretty price tag for the consistent Welsh legend. However, Ice Bath has my loyalty, so I'll take the $4.40 to win bet on Ice Bath. Nick? Welsh legend for me. Backed at last win, and I'm going to stick with it. Russian Camelot's half-brother, so it's just a bit of respect in that. It'll be a little bit of respect in the bet. So at $7 and $2.35, that'll be my bet. Uh, race four. First group one in Rose Hill. 
um, 2,000 meters. Um, Adib should lead. Master of Wine, Colette, Sir Dragon A, Miami bound. Very elegant. Should be behind that. Um, I expect J-Mac won't get too far behind. And Nito Year, Cliffs of Moher, and Angel of Truth in the back. Um, it's changed from last week. Last week, I thought it was pretty embarrassing to have a group, the first group one, and to only have five runners. So it's a bit better this week with a lot, lot more horses coming into it. So um, I still think that it's too dry. It'll at this stage it'll be too dry for um Colette to get up. So I think it's still between Adib or Very Elegant. So um, Sir Dragon A is one that's also tricky because I reckon sooner rather than later she's just going to have a peach of a run and show us the ability she possesses and yeah it could be now but every time I put money on her she's gone bad in the last two starts so I'm going to sit off her now and you watch her get up here but yep a deep for me um class horse not not, not much needs to be said um has beaten very elegant and is 2-0 up against her they to be fair, they have both improved lots since the last meet, but I still back a deep. Pretty sure it's at two dollars ten, I think. Two dollars twenty. Yep, two dollars twenty at the moment. Two dollars twenty, so that'll be mine. Lovely stuff. Like you said, no longer a two horse races. I think uh, Sir Dragon A and Colette come into this a lot more. I'll correct you there. I don't know why you were calling Sir Dragon A a she, but um. Yeah, I've done well there. <laughs> But Bossy will be keen to get Dragon A back to his best form. Uh, but it'll, I'm just not sure. I think the likes of Very Elegant and Adib have uh, have Dragon A's number by this point. So I think uh, Very Elegant at $2.60 always has my money and it won't be changing here. Elegant to take it out the Ranvet stakes for me. All right. We go into the Rose Hill Guinness. Lovely, lovely race here. Uh, moderate pace, Cobra Star, Grand Slam, and Here to Shock going to lead. Luna Fox going to be in here again. And like I said last week, I just, I do not like Luna Fox. But at $19 to win and $4.80 to place, the form certainly reads well after her form as of late. But uh, don't think she'll be getting up here. But uh, it'd be very much like Luna Fox to be getting up at rough prices. Um... I think if you want more reliable value, I'd be taking Quay Quay. Enjoys wet tracks, and at $15 each way, you wouldn't go amiss with a bet on her. But uh, I'd if you, I reckon Skylab's probably the best roughy chance within the race. Doesn't line wet at all, and the only thing that ca- um, had him come undone in his last run was a poor jockey ride. If J-Max steers him right here, he will definitely be able to get it done. At $11 to win and $3.50 to place, it is an excellent each way bet to have in my mind. However, if you if you want the safest bet here, I'm really thinking that it's going to have to be Moanga. After the incredible finish in the Randwick Guineas, that pace that he showed in the final straight was just electric. Just popped out at the end there in the final 100 metres and stormed home to only lose by a whisker. So if I was a staking man, I'd be going multiple units to win on Moanga. Half an... Sorry, half a unit each way on Skylab and a unit on the two in a top four same race multi. Those are the bets that I read out last week and those are the bets that I'm sticking with here. I am that confident in them. I'm hoping that they get up. I think Mawanga really will be the winner out of this race. Nick? Very nice, yeah. Mawanga for me as well. Really like this race two weeks back and deserves another go here. So, yeah, that'll be mine. Yeah, excellent horse. 
Um, we get into race six here. Moderate pace with Samadia and Dreamforce leading, followed by Funstar, Mizzy and Colding. Avilius at the back and the rest settling behind the pace. Um, keeping it simple, really. Funstar, a lot of my analysis this week is pretty similar to last week because it's the same horses, a couple of here and there changes. The couple more horses coming into it, but yeah, Funstar for me again here. Money has to stay on him. It's probably his last chance to win, but has the ability to get it done. And at $5, it's a bit better price than it was last week, which I think was $3.60. So that'll be me, fun star. Holy stuff. My tip stays the same. Avilis loves wet tracks, loves Rose Hill. Unfortunately, it, uh, one week later, it's now the favourite. wasn't favourite last week, and you were getting outstanding odds on it. But I still think $4.20 are really good odds to have on this horse. Real, hasn't had a win in a while. 14 runs without a win, but has been getting closer and closer and closer. I think she takes the cake. I'm sorry, he takes the cake. So, oh, um, you've misgendered the horse. I, I've done it again. I, <laughs> I can't blame you. But yeah, a villas for me. A villas for me. The next one is in the tip off, of course, because it's the big slipper. Um, Nick, take us through the galaxy, mate. Race eight. Uh, 1100 meters. Real quick race here, which is hard to map. Um. Like I said last week, it's pretty similar. Not much has changed, really. Um, the Odyssey should get up with Eduardo. Jungle Edge, Tolua, Fabagino should push forward. Fiesta and Dirty Work down the back, and the rest settle in the midfield. Staying with the same again here this week. Tolua for me, great horse. Respect it highly. Stay with it, boys. $4.40. Lovely. Without it being a bog here, I heartbreakingly admit that Jungle Edge is probably no longer the easy answer and won't be getting the uh, the peach of a run on the boggy track. I was I was so excited to be going to the um the slipper last week because not not even because of the slipper, I was gonna get to see Jungle Edge run in the wet. Oh, it's it would have been a privilege because I don't think I'm ever gonna even get the chance to see him run again, let alone run in the wet because uh will most likely be retiring uh, in the next few months because, of course, like we mentioned earlier, 10 years old, time's coming up. But um, no longer the easy answer, unfortunately, so I've had to look elsewhere. But I'll, I'll probably still have some money on him. But uh, I, I'd suggest not to have money on Jungle Edge in the dry. But, I mean, to be fair, what's he at now? $18 to win and $4.80 to place. Uh, 10 wins on soft. Six and 12 places on soft out of 39 runs. But, I mean, you could respect it. It'd be a small stake, but I wouldn't blame you to have something small each way on Jungle Edge like I will because, of course, if I mean, if the sun's out and it's down to dry, you wouldn't be on him. But if it stays soft, I'd respect a bet on Jungle Edge. But uh, my main plays will be, I'm looking at Wild Ruler here. I reckon the Snowden trained cult has impressed me time and time again, including the time where he came an excellent third behind Swatstat in September run in that spring Coolmore that I mentioned earlier with Doubtland coming forth behind that. So at $6 to win and $2.25 to place, I'd think you'd be taking Rod Ruler at each way at those odds every day of the week. Nick? And uh, so we move on to the last race of the day. A nice group three race here to finish. And uh, Written Beauty, I Am Eloquent, Volpine, Every Rose and Emanate will be towards the front. Volpine is a horse that uh, should be around the line, as she always is in the soft and the heavy. 
being in the money around five from ten times. Only a few lengths off the other five times as well, like I mentioned last week. So a Volpine is definitely a horse that I can respect it bet on. However, I'm sticking with my tip last week. m is an explosive type who could just trot it in here, relishes the wet weather, and loves to um, run at Rose Hill. Uh, the only thing that is going about it, like I mentioned last week, is that barrier. I don't think the uh, 16th barrier is going to do wonders for her whatsoever. But I, I think she can get it done. I will mention quickly that Written Beauty, straight up disappointing last time out but I think can bounce back here. So I will also respect on written beauty. But um, I reckon my main play, Emanate to win, $4.40. And also I think Emanate and Volpine top four, same race multi, just like last week, will be worth a couple of dollars come race day. But Nick, what are you thinking for the last race? I've tossed and turned about this one for a little bit here. And I've just changed my tip from what I've written down on my notes. I'm going to go for every rose here with Timmy Clark. Timmy Clark in the last is what I love to do. Um, I was going to go with Written Beauty, but like you said, the 15th barrier out there just doesn't doesn't um, please me at all. And then just some of the form on Written Beauty just doesn't make me too keen on it. Like, it, sixth place out of eight last start was against a good field, and there's a good field here again. It just, just doesn't... Yeah, no confidence on it. So every rose for me, uh, Barry H get the run of the race, six dollars and two dollars twenty-five each way. Pretty good for me. Every rose, go hard. Lovely stuff. Well, that was the Rose Hill rundown. Make sure to check out Instagram for any other tips we throw out. We'll probably throw out a couple quaddies, some maybe some uh, tips from Bendigo and the Doombin cards. We are, we're, we're certainly glad to be back after last week. There were no horse tips to go out on a Saturday. Felt odd. Felt real odd not to be uh, updating the Instagram with our winnings. But um, hopefully we have plenty of wins to uh, come back hard. So uh, we'll move into the great tip-off brought to you, as always, punters, by our good friends at Inside Feed. Make sure to check out www.insidefeed.com for their stellar opinion pieces, news pieces, and of course, like we all like, punting tips. And make sure to check out the TMRC's Saturday Shakedown every week on the Inside Feed website. We make sure to give you what we believe are our best bets at each each track, as well as a couple of roughy bets as well. But we move into it first. We go to Ascot with the Western Australia Oaks. Nick, who are you thinking and why? Um, I'm going with... Temptation, I think it's with Chris Parnham on board. Um, two wins, last two races, and the third before that. Three-year-old Philly, get around it here. I know nothing about Ascot Racing. It's just picking off the odds and off the previous form. So that'll be my tip. Yeah, well, I guess great minds think alike. It's been a while since we've had the same horse in the tip-off, but I'm also on Temptation. Like the way Farnham goes about it, and I like the form that this horse goes into it. Most people will be on our uh, Pikey's pure devotion, but um, I know the Pike and GA GNA Williams combo is always deadly. But at one dollar ninety five, I think punters by now you know that I won't be on it since it's not at even money. So at three dollars eighty to win, I think Temptation is a great chance to be beating the Pike horse. So 
Both of us go Temptacion for the WA Oaks. Hopefully that gets up for us. We move on to the Golden Mile at Bendigo. Nick, who are you thinking for that and why? Um, sorry, by the way, my headset has gone out of charge. I'm not sure how the quality is on this. So I'm just going to have to put up with it for the last little bit. I don't think it'll be too bad, but it definitely won't be as good as it was, I assume. Um, but for the Golden Mile at Bendigo, I'll be on Platoon. D-Lane's come back to Melbourne for racing. And yeah, not not many jockeys down down in Melbourne at the moment. It's only really D-Lane and um, Jai McNeil and Jamie Carr are the ones Maybe. with real, real good um, character about them. So yeah, Platoon for me should get it done. And yeah, at ten dollars and three dollars thirty, it's pre- pretty good bet outside of the tip off as well. I think. Fair enough. Yeah, you mentioned that uh, not many jockeys are down there, and you're not wrong. I only recognise a few names here: Michael Poy, D Lane, Michael D, Lachlan King, Stackhouse, McNeil, Carr, Yendel, and that's about it. The rest of them are not ones that I really recognise. I'll also mention quickly. Rostropovich makes the big return. His big return to racing. Last time he ran was 2019. Been a long, long time since he's come out. The last time he ran was, um, I think it was the Melbourne Cup. It was. The Melbourne Cup that was won by Vow and Declare came dead last. It was 41 lengths off of Vow and Declare and Prince Iran in the finish. But, That's um, close. <laughs> good form, good form to read behind that, I reckon. But uh, at $67, I mean, you'd love to see him run well, but I don't think Roster Povich will be winning, but I'm I'm glad to see him back out. Uh, the Candyman is a horse that I love to always see go around, was a cult hero up in Queensland, but any time she goes away from Queensland, just doesn't seem to be getting it done whatsoever. Um, I'm with Kenya here, Jai McNeil on board. Uh, just loves to run first up, I reckon. Uh, five times two, um, five times first up has two wins and two other placings. Um, I reckon she can really come out here. Sorry, I did it again. He can come out here and, um, really get it done. Loves to run the mile as well. Loves the distance. It's, um, probably it's preferred distance with three times out, two wins, one second place. And that second place was a real narrow defeat there. But uh yeah, five dollars to win, two dollars place, a nice little each way bet there. Kenya will be my tip in the golden mile. And we move on, Nick. The big one. Golden Slipper. Yeah. Has your tips oh well wouldn't have because your tip got scratched. Who's your new tip? Oh yeah. I was disappointed. Oh president getting scratched and I've had a toss and turn for a while and yeah, I was having a good look at Swift Witness with Timmy Clark at $31. is isn't too bad. But I think my tip is going to be Home Affairs with oh. Jane Mack on board. Just a horse that has shown some ability and hopefully can get it done. Has been just fallen behind property by, I think, half a length last start. At Ramwick, so it's not it's not too far out of the form, I think. So it has every chance to get it done at sixteen dollars and four dollars forty. That'll be my tip for the Golden Slipper. Lovely stuff. Yeah, I mean, 
last week we mentioned that it, it almost became a real tough race because of the slop. Only two horses like the slop and oh, President, he's been scratched. The only one left is four moves ahead, but since it won't be that sloppy, not sure if I can be with it, but could definitely win. Definitely win. Now that it's going to be a soft, everyone comes back into it again, especially Profiteer. Profiteer deserves to be favourite once again now, and now I'm actually confident having a bet on Profiteer if you're taking it. It's just going to be a super race. I think I'm tipping a huge pack finish here because if some one of these horses take, um, goes away and wins by a few lengths, you know that it's an absolute superstar to be beating this field by that much. But I'm going to be sticking with my futures bet on play up. Got it at $9. It's into $4.50. Stay inside. Tommy Berry on board. Just impressive every time it's run. And apparently it's flown in training. Tommy Berry is real confident with it. The Friedman team is real confident with it. So that just makes me very happy going into this. Despite it coming fourth in its last start, I still think that it can definitely get it done. So $4.50 to win, $1.90 to place, stay inside will be my tip for the sliver. That's very nice. Nice. That was the great tip-off brought to you, as always, by Inside Feed. Um, Before we sign off, anything else you want to say to punters, Nick? Any best bets for the day? Um, One bet have? I don't have a best horse for the day, but I do have a best bet for the day with the tab promotion, top um, $5 for both Profiteer and Mawanga to get a place, I'm pretty sure, combined. I think that's pretty good odds at $5 for both of those horses that we've pretty much almost both tipped to win. So I think they'll be right in there with the placings and that should deserve a little bit of a stake if you get the chance to get on it because that's pretty good odds, I believe. Excellent odds, I reckon. I'm similar. I've got I've gone with an offer. I posted it on the Instagram yesterday, but our affiliates play up. This isn't just because they're affiliated with us. This is purely because I think this is a great offer. Uh, very elegant to win race four, and then profiteer to place in the uh, the slipper. So I think you know we tipped that profiteer is going to be in the uh, the placings at least with her form and the fact that uh, it's in the tab offer as well. But I think very elegant would definitely. I'm. I love Very Elegant. I really hope that she is able to win the Ranvet. So if she gets up at the Ranvet, it's $6. $6 and max bet is $50. So you could potentially be working, walking away with $300 here, punters. So that's on play up. The, uh, our sign up link is in our social bio. It's in our, um, the link is in the bio. So go there and click it. Also, the link will be in our description for this, uh, episode. So, uh, not to mention, they also have great services. They will take care of you if you sign up for them and tell you, them you come from the TMRC. But yeah, very elegant to win the Ranvet and Profiteer to place in the Slipper. $6 uh, odds. Reckon you can't go better than that on play up. So yeah, anything else to say, Nick? No, I think we're good. Hopefully, it's a great weekend for racing. So if you can get it, get down and watch it at a pub or something or on TV, on your phone, whatever. It'll be great, great racing, especially in Rose Hill. So, yeah, have a watch of it. And, yeah, should be a good weekend. Good luck with all your punting and gamble responsibly. Yes, as always, gamble responsibly, guys. Good luck with all your punting. We'll see you next week. Signing off for now at the TMRC. See you, guys.